What's up, crew? Good morning. I hope everybody is doing well. Hoping you're living your best life ever, the most fruitful life you possibly could lead. And by the way, I know that for some of you, that might mean that your life right now is challenging and hard and difficult. And this is for a different episode, so I'm not going to wrap on that right now. But oftentimes, the hard life is actually the very best life. And oftentimes the very easiest life is the worst life. So if you are going through the grind right now, if you are really in the the slog here, I'm rooting for you. And I'm really hoping that this episode may lend some value. I had a conversation the other day and the conversation revolved around resources and how to be a person that attracts resources and is there a code is there a code that resources follow money business development success is there a code and i do believe there is a code and i shared this with this individual i was coaching and i want to share it with you this morning and i've learned this code from the greats the warren buffett's the ray dalio's and then you're talking about just the great business developers the elon musks etc There is a certain sequence of rules and a code that if you follow, then you will attract more resources. You will attract more money. You'll attract more currency, relational currency, financial currency, um, health currency, whatever currency you're looking at. How do you attract that currency? Well, four, four rules. And let me just share them briefly with you. Number one, you've got to believe that you, your product, your service are worth whatever that resource is that you want to or could attract. There are so many people that just have a negative view towards money in particular. I've grown up as a pastor and oftentimes in the church, money is looked at as the root of all evil. And so therefore it's looked at with suspicion when you make anything more than you would be living on in the level of poverty. And what that does is it essentially shoots people in the foot and it completely removes them from even attracting a high level of resources because A, they don't believe they should get it. And then B, they don't believe they can handle it. They believe it's bad if they have too much of it. And yet when you look back on some of the greatest minds and some of the greatest wealth acquirers in the history of our country, you'll look and you'll see all of them had a belief, almost as if it was a call for them to not only make the most money that they could, but then actually be a conduit for the greater good. It was a call. It was a purpose. One of my historical heroes is really the Guinness family. If you haven't read and Search for God at Guinness, I would highly recommend it. But this is one of the things that marked their life. They really believed there was a call on God, from God on their life to build a massive business and then through that business to do great good for the everyday person, which they did. Read the book just to hear about their radical generosity. But you have to believe that you are worthy of that resource that you're attracting. You're worthy of the money that's coming your way. Because if you don't, then you shouldn't even listen to the rest. So there has to be a belief present. Number two, money always flows 
to where the perceived value exchange is the highest. There has to be a value exchange and currency is exchanged when the value received is perceived, I'm gonna key in on that word perceived, perceived as of greater value. Right now I'm drinking a nitro cold brew from Starbucks with a shot of espresso in it. And for me, even though it probably cost Starbucks a dollar to make this drink and I just paid them $5.37, I know for some of y'all that's anathema, I don't care. For my father-in-law, this would be crazy to spend $5.37 on a cup of coffee. <laughs> but for me, that, that nitro cold brew inside of me and having it create a certain level of energy, clarity, and focus, that is far more valuable than the $5.37 that I'm going to exchange for it. I'm using an iPhone. I'm also using an iPad. I paid good money for those things and I exchanged money because the perceived value to me was greater than the money that I exchanged. And this is one of the codes of money or resources or currency. It always flows to where the value, perceived value exchange is the highest. And this is why focusing on currency is a fool's errand when you compare it to focusing on bringing more value. If you want more currency, if you want more money, then the greatest thing you could focus on is not the money, but it's actually becoming more valuable because money always flows where value is the highest. Number three, real fulfillment comes when you have a purpose outside of accumulation. Real fulfillment comes when you have a purpose outside of accumulation. When you can use whatever you've attracted and you can leverage that for the greater good of people around you, there is far more joy, far more purpose, far more meaning derived from that than simply attracting and consuming. And yet I wanna to speak to those of you who are content possibly living on very little and then volunteering your time. The question that I have is can you do more making very little and volunteering your time on the weekend or can you deliver more value and have more impact if you were to do the same volunteering but instead of having a thousand dollars in your bank account you had a million dollars which one can be leveraged for more common good i think you'll agree with me that if used rightly in other words if you use currency not allow currency to use you if it's a tool just like gasoline is for the car i'm driving right now you you can have more of it therefore you can do more with it so fulfillment comes ultimate fulfillment comes when you have a purpose outside of accumulation so one of the reasons why we practice, my family practices, just what I would call extravagant generosity. We give a lot of our money and we give a lot of our time away. We go away once a year to a country in great need and we just give of our time. And we do so many other things that just don't involve writing checks, but actually involve spending time, coaching, etc. But that's rule number three. Number four, and lastly, Money doesn't really care about what you do with it. Currency doesn't really care about what you do with it, but it tells a story about you and that story determines how much of it you'll have and how long you'll have it. What story are you telling or what story is being told by the way that you use currency or money? And 
does that story induce more or less of the money that you could attract? There is a code to attracting resources. And that is the code, folks. You've got to believe that you're worthy of it. Money always flows to where the perceived value exchange is the highest. Ultimate fulfillment comes outside of accumulation. And for money doesn't really care about what you do with it, but it does tell a story and it determines that story determines how much you'll have and how long you'll have it. That's all I got for you. Use the code, hoping this helps. That's all I got for you today. Adios.